All right, so I go to play golf. There is a golf course uh, nearby that is a par three golf course. Um, if you are not a golfer, I'm going to like walk you through what's happening in, in certain points of this story. So par three golf course is just a smaller – it's like in between miniature golf and real golf. Uh, that's actually not true. It's just that um, every hole on this – uh, course is like max 140 yards. So the whole course is like the purpose of it is to practice your short game. Um, and so the name, the local North Carolinians will know this place. It's called Knights Play, which will connect us back to Robert. And that's Robert Hildreth owns it. <laughs> he owns it. Yeah. Oh, um, I said his last name. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, it's fine. <laughs> So Knights Play is, it's a 27 hole par three course, and it's actually a pretty nice course. Uh, so 27 cha- holes? Yeah, three, three nines. Gosh. So technically like three little mini. Um, and, and there's a great, I mean, there's a huge, probably a hundred mats, uh, huge range, you know, putting, chipping, and it's lit. The whole thing is lit. Nice. So it's, you can play it's cool. It's like what the millennials say. Yeah, it's cool. It's, uh, it's open till midnight, like every day. Um, so you can go like practice at night. A lot of people like go with their, um, so, so I, I go to night's play on Mondays. They do a deal that's like half off, you know, green fees or whatever. So it's like five bucks for me to play yeah. nine holes and you, so, and you just walk, you know, it's short on Mondays. It's a par 1.5 course. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's half off. <laughs> that's great. Um, so it's super backed up when I go. It's like in the evening, early evening. So many people are like taking advantage of this deal. It's also like early COVID when like everything was shut down and like essentially like golf was the only sport you could play mm-hmm. um, and and do it like social distancing and outside. So like it's just like everyone in the world picked up the sport like on yeah. this night. It's it's so packed up and like I'm playing by myself and there's uh, a solo. Two- a solo. There's a twosome in front of me. There's because I mean, you play nine holes, par three. It takes an hour, you know, maybe an hour and a half. It's quick, right? Um, Are you walking or do you have a cart? I'm walking. They do have nice. carts, but I'm walking. It's about respect at that point. Yeah, you know, honor the fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's really noble. <laughs> That's really noble, Dupree. Uh, there's a twosome in front of me and a threesome behind me, and it is. Uh, I, it's just glacier speed. Like you're leaning on clubs on every hole. It, it sucks. And you know, the, you, you have that, like there's a threesome behind you. There's a twosome front of you. You, you like want to ask to join them, but it's like, that's such an awkward thing. Yeah. Um, I mean like in the, in the world of golf, I, I, it's just, it just feels embarrassing. You're out there yeah. alone. You know, it's like, they're clearly with people. You don't want to like infringe on their vibe, but it gets to where on like the third hole, the threesome behind me, which is like three middle-aged, you know, mothers like out just like having a good time. And, and they're, they're just happy. <laughs> Girls they're, night. Yeah. They're hackers. Like it's, it's bad. Lynn, Sharon, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these, those are our, those are our mother's names for the listeners. If you're wondering, we have, who are still, they still hang out regularly, but <laughs> um, that's like my challenge with this place is it, it it's like, 
because it's so cheap and like people will come out and be like, Oh, I'll try golf. And then like, they just end up taking like nine shots a hole and it's a part <laughs> three and it's just like brutal to, you can, it's not, it's not actually that fun if you like know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, which I'm by no means like a great golfer. I'm very average, but so I'm, I'm out here and I, it gets to where the threesome behind me is like, Hey, can you ask to join the people in front of you? <laughs> like they just like point blank, like put me on the spot and like, why haven't you like, did they say you couldn't join them? Why haven't you just joined the two in front of you and like help speed things up? And I was like, okay, sorry. Yeah. So I, I go up to this couple. I think they're a couple, like I can't really tell. And I'm like, you know, guy and a girl young. Uh, maybe he's 30s. friend zoned hard. <laughs> We're was, just friends. No. <laughs> Well, we're not. (laughs) That was actually my first thought. But then I realized like uh, she is horrible at the game of golf and he's really good. So I was like, ooh, he actually might be friend zoned. Like he's like, you know, trying to get her into the game or something. He's trying to show her how to do the the stroke. (laughs) It's all. So you want it on the hips. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So um, they're so kind. And they're, of course, they're like, oh, yeah, we just figured you didn't want to join us because (laughs) you were like on your own. And because you were so sweaty. (laughs) Uh, incidentally, I was very sweaty. It's so, humid. Related. It's North Carolina. <laughs> um, so I join up. I join with them, and yes. like you know, in, in the in the hopes that this will like speed up play a little bit. And they're so kind. You know, she so introduces kind. herself as Lauren. He introduces himself as Downey. Downey. Downey, like the detergent. Super soft. I've never met someone another human named Downey no. in my life. And I'm no. thinking like Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is the closest yeah, I have. A joke. Right? Um, oh, dude, he hits his like seven iron. You're like, oh, Iron Man over here. <laughs> Tell me you made that joke. I did not. Dang it. I ah! should have. That's so good. <laughs> um, so sorry for yelling in the mic. That's like podcast 101. <laughs> don't do. So we're having a good time. You know, we're laughing. We're chatting. They're super fun. Lauren's like brand new to the game. So I'm like, I'm like intentionally like cracking jokes about my golf game to like keep everyone at ease. Right. He's really good. Um, she's brand new to the game and I'm just like, there's something that happens when you're like, when you, when you like play golf with a stranger where you're just like, your goal is just like, don't embarrass yourself. Like don't, don't hold up play. You know, there's a a meme I saw recently. It was like a fear factor meme. And it was like, and for your next challenge, you get to tee off in front of the foursome that you're playing (laughs) through. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like teeing off in front of strangers is like, I I hate it. The ball falls off the tee, wind. (laughs) I guess that's that's my first mulligan. Um, Two off the first, right? Breakfast ball. Uh, Just shank one into the woods. It's the worst. It's the worst. And that's what I do with this with this like beautiful couple they're like super attractive i get up there i'm sweating all over the ball nature valley crumbling everywhere (laughs) oats and honey i got the yeah the melted granola bar in the back pocket the chocolate exploded the hydrating gel just dripping (laughs) down your face I just shake one into the water. Super embarrassed. I start to get my bearings. I'm feeling better. Everything's fine. But calling bearings. Your abs are bearings. (laughs) But Downey's good. Uh, He's really good, actually, at the game of golf. And um, you know, we're we're having a good time. You know, we're chatting. They they actually say they're from the area, which of Mm. course I'm not. So we're like, oh yeah, like yeah, like we, you know, I moved away, and then like we actually were friends in college, and then we moved back here, and um. Downey actually mentions at one point that he lived in Pittsburgh 
Um, and then after Pittsburgh, he lived in Dallas, which I thought was really interesting because I have a cousin named LJ who lived is from Pennsylvania, lived and worked in Pittsburgh, and now he lives and works in Dallas. So it's just the same kind of trajectory. Yeah. You know, a little coincidence. I file it away. No big deal. Another hole goes by. Uh, try not to embarrass myself. Downey's, you know, crushing the ball. He's like trying to encourage Lauren to be like, it's okay. Like, you know, you don't, you know, she's clearly I'm frustrated fun. with the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she's having fun. She's learning. And that's what like Knights play is for is for like new yeah. golfers to come learn. Question. Um, yeah, yeah. When they started breaking up in front of you, was it <laughs> weird? Was it, did you play through? <laughs> they the were, they were super kind and they had like a great energy, but the, I, I was, I, I was actually thinking the whole time I was trying to get a handle on, are they together? Are they yeah, friends? The are they married? Like, I don't know what the situation is. So we're, we're talking about, uh, what were we talking about? life work or something and then oh oh they so i actually ask like what occupies your time which is my like way of you know because if someone's unemployed or you know it's just what what do you yeah. you know what occupies your time and she says we have a kid and that like keeps our hands you know that keeps our hands full there you go there you go it's like early evening on a monday too so i'm thinking like oh okay like <laughs> see in the car <laughs> No, not that. Oh, he he played through us. I think I think they like intentionally as a couple like made time to like golf, which I thought was I really like that. cool. I like um, that. Which is not a that's obviously like a rare thing for parents to be able to do. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, In laws so, watching the kid. It gets to, it, well. It gets to the point to where like you know he's so good. I, he's so good at the game that I I ask like, hey, did you play like in college or you know did you you know, do you have any, what, what's your, how long have you been playing for? And, you know, we're talking about, and basically what comes out of this is he says, Oh, I used to be a rep for Callaway. Um, so for the non golfers tuning in Callaway is a massive golf company, you know, one of the big golf companies and, uh, a rep is someone who sells clubs. Right. And so his job is, is to just be a representative for the company. He'll go like put on what they call like demo days. It like, golf courses and ranges where literally people who are practicing, like they'll just set up this big Callaway tent with like a bunch of their drivers and woods and irons and stuff. And you can just like grab a set and just like try them. It's basically like the Apple store of golf clubs is what happens. Right. And like most golf companies do this. I, I know all this cause my mom is in the industry. Um, but most golf companies do this. And so I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. So again, I'm thinking, okay, like LJ, my cousin LJ was a rep for Callaway. Um, and again, I just file it away like, Oh, like another, you know, another coincidence. And, and I tell him at one point, like, Oh, I've got family in in Pittsburgh, like my dad's, you know, big Steelers fan, all that stuff. So now we're at the final hole. We're, we're only playing nine holes and we're literally like walking up to the, the green, um, Ninth, the ninth green, ninth green at nine. <laughs> we're wa- we just teed off. We're walking up to the green, and I actually mentioned that my cousin used to rep Callaway as well, um, also in Pittsburgh. And I just kind of throw this out there, um, and he asked for my cousin's name, and I and I, and I hit him with the like, oh, you don't know him, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> which like that's a whole. I feel like I've had so many experiences where. 
you like think that somebody would know someone you know and you oh, throw it you, out and they're you like both went to UVA and graduated the same year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm like I'm like done with that because I'm always the guy that's like, oh, maybe you know my so and so, and they're like, I've yeah. never heard of that person in my life, and you're like, well, this was a really great interaction. You have um, arms. My cousin has arms. <laughs> so I, I just lock it in. I'm like, oh, you don't know him, um, and he like insists. He's like, no, what's? He's like, what's his name? He's like, give me his name. I'm like, he's got oh. the three iron up to your neck. <laughs> Say, I'm like three his iron. What are you tired of? <laughs> you got to be playing with a hybrid. Um, you don't know him. So I say, I'm like, oh, you don't know him. And uh, he insisted again. He's like, well, I might. You never know. You know, it's a small world. And I'm like, yeah, okay, guy. Also, like. Lauren's <laughs> on stroke 12 by now. She's <laughs> carving up the green. <laughs> let, me, let me pause to say. Um, there, <laughs> there's so, so back to like the embarrassment. The, 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 you know, you're worried about like, what are these people going to think of me as, as a golfer? You know? So one of the things I do, cause you often in golf, because it's, it is a four person game, you get paired up. If you, even if like, like I play with, you know, a buddy of mine every week and we often get paired up most of the time, get paired up with two people we've never met in our life. And then yeah. it's like, it's the only sport where you're like, okay, really glad that you're paying money to be here so that you can play with your friend or play right. by yourself he go play with these strangers for four hours. It's yeah. a, it's a pretty bizarre kind of social. Yeah, it is. I mean, and you're like, you have that like anxiety going into that first home. You're like, are the people we play with, are they going to suck? Like, are they going to be way better than me? And then I'm going to be embarrassed. You know, are they going to be like super racist and weird? Like what's the, you know, is it going to get political? Like what's the vibe going to be? That's, that's so true. And like, Golf is kind of a stuffy. I mean, not maybe not the par three course, but golf as a culture is a little more old guard, a little a little quote unquote stuffier. I play. I've played pickup with probably thousands of people, mm-hmm. but I don't talk with them. We're just playing. You know, it's it's moving so fast. With golf, you yeah, have to make conversation in. for most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah, and a lot of that part of the game sucks. Like just to be because <laughs> you go out it's, with a buddy or you go out alone and you're just like stuck with a guy that, that, sure. you know, wants to know who you voted for. Um, like for instance, <laughs> I once played with a guy who was like, you know, he's like, Oh, what do you do? It was like one of the first questions he asked me and I was like, Oh, I'm a pastor. And he's like, Oh, I'm an atheist. And then okay. it's like, all right, well enjoy spending four hours together, which like, yeah, it is a great, he ended up being a great guy, but it was just like, I no longer share that I pastor when I play golf. Like I just, sure. keep that, I just keep that to myself. Um, unless someone like really pushes for it. So, but, but all that to say, like one of the, my strategies for dealing with social anxiety, when it comes to spending four hours with strangers, you know, and when you just are going to talk the whole time and it's like, it's like what you said, it's a slow moving game is to tell myself you're never going to see these people again. So like off the cuff, when I had felt that anxiety coming up of like, Hey, can I join y'all's game? You know, can I join your twosome? Um, was you're never going to see these people again. And it doesn't matter how you swing or what you're, you know, if you embarrass yourself on the course, because you're you're never going to see him again, which I feel like is something we all do with strangers to an extent, right? right? Family members. Yeah. Loved ones, (laughs) significant (laughs) others, yourself. Like, what does it matter? You're never going to see him again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
so that I had been telling myself this like the whole time, like whenever I felt that anxiety kind of creeping up, it's also like COVID, you know, there's like, there's a weird social dynamic. There's a Do heaviness. Do we get too close? Yeah. I'm out of practice socially. Like I haven't been in my church or like with congregants face to face. So it's right. just, there's a lot of weirdness to it. Um, but this was a really pleasant, this was Lauren and Downey were, were delightful. And, um, I just, I just wanted to stop and mention that because I thought it was funny. And I, she's asking for my cousin's name, and I say uh, Louis Gaston. Um, so I, I called him LJ early. He goes by LJ. My brothers, we call him Weege, Ouija, um, <laughs> like Luigi, you know, LJ. Yeah. Louis Gaston, a.k.a. Ouija board. LJ, a.k.a. Luigi, a.k.a. Weege. It literally <laughs> is the scene from The Office when he's like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and he explains Daryl's nickname. Um, <laughs> so I say, I say, I say, <laughs> and then, and then Regis filming and then Reg and then Raj and like slowly morphs. Uh, so I say Lewis Gaston cause that's his form. That's his name. Right. Yeah. Um, of course he goes by LJ and this guy who I've never met in my life goes, wait, LJ. So I say my cousin's name is, you know, Lewis and he goes, wait, LJ. And at this point, I'm like, what did you just say to me? I'm like, for some reason, I was like offended. Like, if, if, I think if <laughs> How freaked, dare you speaketh thy name? Get, your, get my cousin's name out of your mouth. <laughs> out of your mouth. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just Tony Soprano him with a driver to the shin. Um, <laughs> I, it kind of freaked me out, honestly. Like, Whoa. It's already a heavy time. People are dying. This guy just says my, like, produces my cousin's like, essentially nickname. Like a ghost. It freaked me out. It, it was yeah. like, I, I honestly, I've seen too many, like, I've seen too many just too true many crime movies. documentaries. I'm thinking this guy followed me, you know. <laughs> so what <laughs> occupies your time uh, following you? All of a sudden, I'm just way more important in my universe than I've ever have been. I'm like, this guy's <laughs> clearly trying to steal my identity. Um, <laughs> His wife wants to marry me and leave him. <laughs> it's so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing freaks me out. And I'm like, what did you just say? And then this one really got me. He goes, son of Norma and Lou? Oh, my. He goes, biblical Old Testament. All right, LJ, so sh- son of Norma. <laughs> uh, Norma, my Aunt Norma, is like, you know, she's, she's my brother's godmother. Lou, my Uncle Lou, is my godfather. And this guy just produces their names. Never met this guy in my life. It's crazy. From states away from Pennsylvania. Crazy. Has my my aunt and uncle's name, and uh, he goes. LJ worked for me at Callaway oh in Pittsburgh. Gosh. He's one of my closest friends. This is all in the final hole of playing for an hour and a half with them, maybe oh two hours because it was so slow. We're basically about to say goodbye, and yeah. this is when this like revelation happens. And and then he says, "I was a groomsman in his wedding." Oh, like legit. That's that's when you know they're actually good friends. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're not just an acquaintance. He goes, "He's yeah. one of my favorite people." <laughs> I mean, he literally says, "One of my favorite people." Uh, he was a groomsman in his wedding, and then and then he kind of turns it on me, and he's like, "Wait, who, who wait, are wait, you? Wait, you wait, <laughs> you know how do you know LJ? Because you, <laughs> he goes because you weren't at the wedding." Oh, I was just going to ask, were you at the wedding? Because you sh- should have seen him. This is So this is one of the biggest regrets of my life. I was not at my cousin's wedding, and I mm. should have been. <laughs> and I've met LJ, and I know how close he is to you yeah, and your brothers and your like dad. A, yeah, he's like, a, he's like my brother. 
And yeah, this isn't. Like I met a LJ. Person. Yeah, I've I've shot pool with him. He was at your wedding, so I've mm-hmm. met him multiple times. Absolutely, he was essentially you know going to be an usher at my wedding, and then we ditched the ushers. But all this to say, I was I was supposed to be I think an usher. I was supposed to do something at his wedding. I was working. <laughs> I was going to crack a joke about just not being invited, um, and I actually said that to Downey. I was like, "Oh, I wasn't invited to his wedding." And then so now oh he's gosh. concerned. He's like, "Does this guy?" Who is this guy? Does he really? Do you really know him, or are you just an? How acquaintance? dare you? How dare you speak Lewis's name? <laughs> he starts to. He he gets my aunt and uncle on the phone. He's like, I, I got a guy here. I got a <laughs> claiming to be sucks at golf. He's really uh, how do really I say su- subpar? <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! Um, and so I explain. So now I'm explaining why I wasn't at my cousin's wedding to a stranger on this. <laughs> it's Defending just like, yourself. Um, and it's so awkward. My my social practice is just gone at this point. I'm like, oh well, like I was supposed to be there, and I was I was working as a chaplain at the time, and like you're just I had washing to... your golf ball while <laughs> talking about this. I was like, I was I was on I was I was scheduled for an on call shift at Duke Hospital. I could not get anyone to trade with me, which is true. Um, and essentially, I was just going to have to not show up for this 24 hour on call shift mm. to go to this wedding. And so I told my cousin, hey, I can't go to your wedding. It was it was the wrong thing to do. I should sure. have probably just not shown up. Or uh, basically, there was no solution that I was able to find at the time, and sure. uh, was was just trapped in the grad school grind and and didn't get out like I should have. Um, and uh, later told LJ that I really regretted that it was the biggest regret of our relationship that I wasn't there. Wow. Uh, but he he handled it like a champ. He was really great and understanding about it. But all this Good to man. say, he pulls out his phone. And like plays a voicemail of my cousin that like LJ happened to leave him that day. Oh my god! And it just this says like it says like LJ. You know, I don't want to say his last name. It says LJ, and it uh, you know plays this voicemail on speaker. Of course, you know the threesome behind us is like pick up the bass. <laughs> <laughs> they were they totally rate regret play, asking play, asking play, you to join play. them. <laughs> We should have never asked that kid to join that couple. <laughs> this is my nightmare. <laughs> um, and I, so we're just freaking out at this point, right? Like Lauren's freaking out. Downey and I, everyone's, the threesome behind us is freaking out. And we take a picture. Uh, Lauren takes a picture of Downey and I. And we da- si- When you look back at it, Downey is not in the picture. He's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't exist. <laughs> it's all in my head. <laughs> yeah. um, my friends. And we send it to... You know, LJ LJ and my Aunt Norma and Uncle Lou, like, immediately. Um, And, of course, my Aunt Norma's like, oh, oh, I forgot. So so we send this picture. So then then Downey, after we send this picture off, of course, my Aunt Norma later is thinking, like, oh, great. Like, LJ finally connected Downey and Colin. Like, they live in the same (laughs) town. He set them up. Yeah, he set them up, and they went out golfing. And this literally, like, he was just, you know, classic, like, yeah, mom, I'll, I'll get to that. You know, I'll, I'll set yeah. these two guys up who will ever hang out. And we <laughs> literally just ran it, like, happened to be not even paired together. It was like we were playing alone, and I asked to – just the, the chances of this are – also, the chances of it are insane because – I wasn't at the wedding. Like the chances, like all these things had to align for me not to have been able to be at this wedding. I mean, it's just like when you start stacking, the, like I should have met this guy at the wedding. Yeah. Right. Like my, and then my you brothers run into him. knew him. My, he, he, and of course, then he's like, oh, dude, I know I met Ken and Carson. I met your dad oh and your mom. And like, he know, now he knows my whole family. Um, and so then he proceeds to tell me, 
uh, I'm like, well, how close with your LJ? And he's like, well, let me tell you one of my favorite LJ stories. He tells me a story of my cousin. They're doing a demo, a Callaway demo day at a range. Some guy like walks off, I guess, with a driver, you know, a, a new club, golf club. It's probably, I don't know, $600 club. Wow. Some guys, you know, is like checks it out or whatever. And he's like, oh, can I, can I, you know, try this? Swings it a few times. And he walks, he just, he steals it. He steals this driver. Daddy. And Downey, who's running this operation is like, um, Oh, you know, no big deal. Like, what are we going to do? Chase down the guy. And then at this point, my cousin LJ ha- has already like per- is in pursuit. <laughs> he's like, I got it. And he's like chasing this guy down in the parking lot, like trying to find him to like confront him about stealing this thing and get it back from him. Uh, and it was just h- hilarious. And, and Downey just remembers the story of this, of this guy being like, like you know, just like get a, I'm gonna find him and beat him up and and get the club back or whatever. And of did he course, find him? he did not. But of course, oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's my cousin. Like that's yeah. so my cousin. Like I'm gonna find this piece of garbage. He's like and, PA. Know. Yeah, yeah, tough guy. PA, big man on campus. Um, Beautiful anyway. family, by the way. Just got a shout out to to LJ. Just <laughs> heck of a family. I've been following the uh, the IG. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely beautiful family. Married kids. Yeah. Um, I I mean. It was such a weird experience because, you know, it, it was just, it just proves like I've, I guess I just gotten comfortable in that, like the world, yeah. the world is massive. None of us really know each other. Yeah. And for some reason that just like, just pre early COVID things were bleak. You know, you go, you go to a par, yeah. a par three course just to get outside and walk around a little bit. Um, and this thing happens where it's like, Oh my gosh, like we're not, I guess we're just, we're not as, it sounds cheesy, but we're not as alone as we feel. Dude. I hear a testament to slowing down and just taking the time to even talk with one person. Um, Mm -hmm. And not everyone's going to know LJ because like LJ doesn't have that many friends, but (laughs) (laughs) no, my point, I mean, not every time it's, it's not always going to be like world shattering, but Sometimes it's just the value of hearing someone else's a funny story they may have, or or who knows the value that you may provide them just by being an ear. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guilty of never slowing down, and it's honestly due to COVID. It's even harder to you know want to linger and talk with someone mm-hmm. that you don't know. But um, I hear just the testament to taking the time to get off your phone for a second and and connect with another human being. Yeah, which is like. Again, I mean, yeah, I I wish I could say that's my MO every day is like trying it's, to yeah. embrace those interactions, which it's just Tough. totally not. I can't tell you how many times I've tried, I've tried to like avoid, you know, your, that pesky neighbor by like timing, timing it right. You know, like being able to like Dude. run inside and, and, and avoid. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like we, we all do that at some point of just, you know, you have those days where you just don't really want to talk to a stranger. Um, yeah. And this was just an instance where. I went into a thing and I'm never going to see these people again. Exactly. And then we ended up, even if he hadn't told me, which, which we were minutes away from him, not having been able to tell me. Right. And, uh, and next thing you know, we're exchanging business cards and phone numbers. And, but it was just crazy because, um, it, I mean, it was a delightful round of golf. It was just a lot of, they were just really cool people and they were a great couple and they were a lot of fun. And, um, even if they hadn't told me that I probably would have tried to play with him again. Cause it was just sure. a lot of fun and he was way better than me. And I like have a lot I can learn from him. Um, but all that to say, since this has happened, um, I've, I've, it's just restored my, 
I don't know, just like the, the sh- like my belief in like the off chance of, you know, people yeah. knowing people I know. It's just gotten really funny. So I was in, I was in uh, Virginia a couple weeks ago. Brittany and I were in Virginia. I was officiating a wedding and uh, a socially distanced wedding that was all outdoors. And, you know, it was a lot less people, a lot of changes, Co- a COVID friendly wedding. And <laughs> we were, the bride uh, was like, hey, there's this, it's, it's on Virginia Tech's campus. Um, my other cousin, Tara, this is LJ's older sister. Um, her husband, Brian, wh- what is Ryan? Help me out with the family tree here. What's the name of my cousin's spouse? That's a good one. I do not know. It's just my um, cousin's spouse, I guess. I guess if you want to just like simplify, you can just be like, my cousin. I mean, if you're close to them, it could just be your cousin. It's weird though. I mean, like we vacation together, you know, I, I see him. He's, yeah. I might just say cousin. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I, I know his kids. They're just my cousins. Lie. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Um, so basically <laughs> he went to Virginia tech and, um, there was another, there's another story where, where someone literally like happened to know him from States away who also knew me and asked me about him. And it, it was just kind of a bizarre thing, but all this to say, we're, we're, the wedding's on Virginia Tech's campus. There's this hiking spot. Um, it's like this, you know, giant waterfall spots, kind of an intense trail, you know, up to this two and a half mile, you know, ascension up to this like waterfall. It's beautiful. Probably the best trail I've ever done in my life. And we're all, Brittany and I are on this thing. And I'm literally asking every person <laughs> that's like remotely my cousin's age um, about <laughs> like, hey, do you, do you know Brian, you know, so-and-so? And I'm just literally asking everybody. And it gets to the point to where like, which I would never do before this experience with Downey happened. But now I'm just like flexing it, like trying to see what the universe will provide. Yeah. Um, and it gets to the point where Brian, uh, Brittany's like, okay, I, I don't think anyone here is going to know <laughs> your cousin. <laughs> like, you can stop asking strangers on it's this gotten, hiking trail. It's gotten back to Brian. He texts you. <laughs> I, hear, I hear you're going around talking about me. <laughs> when it literally, it, it was, it's funny because now I'm like looking at people I'm seeing near Virginia Tech's campus and like yeah. guessing their age and how old Brian is and trying to connect like maybe they had a class together. So it's like, and I'm because I'm socially awkward and unwieldy just in general, but specifically because I've been out of practice with COVID, I remember just <laughs> approaching this one guy near this waterfall. And like the first thing I said was, how old are you? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> So, oh my gosh. I'm like, hey, how old are you? And he's like, uh, <laughs> can I help you? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, sorry, sorry. Let me back up. That's, uh, no. I, I tell him the whole Downey story. He's just completely lost. That's um, like when I met the Japan anyway, droids it was, it was drummer at Auschwitz. Dude, it was like when right? I met that, I told this story. I, the first yeah. thing I asked him was like, are you in a band? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why can't we yeah. prep a little better intro here? <laughs> His kids were with him. He's like, puts, puts the arm in front of the kid. He's like, um, why are you asking? <laughs> like puts the kid behind him. Kids step back. <laughs> I'm like, oh I no, I have, I'm like, I had a cousin who went to Virginia tech. He, I think you're about the same age and, and I'm, his <laughs> name's Brian. And he's like, oh, I don't know him. I've never heard of him. And I'm like, okay. I don't know your freak cousin. <laughs> I'm like, okay. yeah, I got to stop asking people. He doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> I always think about all the missed connections that have been out there. People, ooh, Craigslist missed connections. <laughs> I was, I'm on Craigslist missed connections every day. <laughs> it's gone. They did away with it. It was a big. They story. should. That thing was just <laughs> was a sketchy. cesspool. Oh my god! <laughs> it was the gutter of the internet. And it was always men searching yeah. for women. There was no woman <laughs> going on there searching for a man. Okay, but the miss, the whole idea of the missed connections thing was interesting. It was, you know, you see someone in a bar or at a grocery store, you you don't get their name or whatever. You have a conversation, you don't get any contact information. 
you would post the situation anonymously yeah. on Craigslist and just hope that that person would see it. It's bizarre. Yeah, it was another like good idea just ruined by the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The internet took it and made it perverted and <laughs> just misogynistic and too many creepy men. Yeah. Um, that of which you and I were very much included. No, no, that's, no, that's never, for a different day. I've never done uh, a disconnect. I can't wait till you tell this story about you meeting Brittany. <laughs> All right, <It's>, okay. <laughs> that's great. No, nah, just kidding. Total joke. Um, I do think about like times you probably, you know, you were sitting next to your uh, dad's. I can't even think of a good. I'm so. I can't even think of a good example, but you know what I mean? It's like. All the the missed mm-hmm. downies out there. Yep. Um, and again, it's a testament to to the power of connection and taking the time to talk with someone. And I love that you were kind of driven by like, I'll never see this person again. Because that, that in and of itself is a very pure motive. Mm-hmm. Like th- that kind of liberates you to also connect with people. But what if you do see this person? What if this becomes a, a best friend? What if this becomes a significant other? Like that's how some of the best relationships of your life are born. So um I kind of like it both ways. Yeah. And it's, man, it's such an interesting thing with, I feel, you know, I'm just like talking about golf the whole time, but there is something, like I saw a meme the other day that was like, why can't life be like, uh, you know, a foursome with golf? You show up to it completely mm-hmm. skeptical of one another. You're strangers. Um, you're embarrassed. You have anxiety. And then you finish the round like, like you, t- you tell jokes along the way, you get to know each other and you finish the round, like hoping it Ooh. doesn't have to end. Um, and, and there really is something about it that like, it's which, poetic. which I'm often, I, you know, me and my buddy who play together, we're often paired with people who we really enjoy and who, you know, you get to know, and then you see them around the golf course on another day or, or, and then you're, then you're paired with people who you just hope you never have to see again. Um, it's, it is a bizarre thing. It's, it's, it's just having to physically, face to face there's just no other situation like that where you're just forced to spend four hours with a stranger and you know basically like you learn a lot about each other right not four hours but anyway that was was, a a much better (laughs) summary than mine um basically this was a long-form story of like i played golf with a guy who knew my cousin (laughs) but it felt like so much more than that do you think you'll, my kind of parting question do you think you'll see downey again would you hang out with him a hundred percent a hundred percent Post COVID, a hundred percent. I haven't reached out to him since. Um, it hasn't. It really, it really hasn't been that long. But yeah, I'll, it's I'll, a I'll pandemic, definitely. So I will definitely see him again. And Lauren, I hope. Nice dude. That was a great story. Really small, but also um, a lot of power in it. I think about human connection and stopping to look around. Um, and even if he hadn't been LJ's bud, I think it still would have been a good story. It's just like kind yeah. of pushed into this this little situation that ended up being really beautiful so i i really, had that thought even yeah halfway yeah. through of like this guy's just cool like i would just yeah. hang out with this guy yeah honestly i met like a ton of basketball friends that way just by showing up and they asked me to play and mm-hmm. met like they would come to my shows and yeah, it was, it's it's cool um i forget that there's there's still some surprises out there mm-hmm. yeah and i, um, I was so scared i just i've I often approach much in my life with skepticism and I, mm-hmm. this was definitely one of those moments where it was like, I was forced oh. to have to do something I didn't want to do. And, uh, it ended up being, it's, just, I don't know. It just kind of felt like the universe saying like, Hey man, in your face, like, why don't you be open a little bit yeah. more to just be open more? Um, yeah. 
I actually have a f- story for another time about it not working out. Um, <laughs> so we'll we'll save that one for next time. But Good. this was a great story, Cole. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, no problem, guys. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys later. Peace. AC Slater. 9 p.m. With street lights. It's never too late to readjust your seat. Sit back and think right. You never can trust oncoming headlights. Baby, so call me if you need me.